listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John and Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, everybody? John and Pemba here with James Grande. This is the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast recording here Sunday evening. Get you all ready for a 10-game main slate over for Monday here to kick off the week. James Grande, you will be, man, on the playbook for this one. So I got a lot to work and look into here. So it's good to get this uh, first look podcast out of the way. Yeah, lots of superstars. And you know what, John? It looks like they're kind of returning back to... uh normalcy in terms of pricing um seven names six and if you take out Joel Embiid over 10k we're still getting 12k Giannis but it's warranted right now we're getting over 10k Lamelo and Tatum warranted right now based on recent performances so it uh, seems like the pricing's coming back to earth that it should be a fun 10 game slate definitely a fun 10 gamer I'm looking at some uh, point spread that we have, <coughs> excuse me, that we have out right now. We got a Washington, Charlotte, 214, three and a half point spread there. Atlanta is giving 11 to Thunder, maybe without Shai Gilgis Alexander in this one currently. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's weird that is that line is out with SGA. So the SGA news just recently, we're recording okay. here at 8 o'clock Eastern. So the SGA news like just came out within the last 10 or 15 minutes, I think. I see. Uh, so I see uh, per DraftKings, it came out at 5.30. Okay. Today, so, though, right? Today. So I'm just saying, like. Yep, three hours. So three hours. I thought it was a time warp, man, on Sundays when you're watching football. I thought it would just happen. <laughs> Apparently, it was three hours ago. But, yeah, so we're looking at 11-point spread, 212 total in that one. We have the Bulls giving three and a half. To the Pacers and the 208 game total for that one. San Antonio getting five and a half at home against Phoenix, 219 total. That's what we have right now for totals. Uh, a lot more certainly come out. For back to backs, James, what, what do we have on the back to back schedule? I think is Phoenix is on back to back, possibly. Um, let's go to schedule. Yeah, let's do this quickly. We have. So Phoenix, Phoenix. is back to back, yeah. Toronto, do they play tomorrow? Toronto does not play. Is it just Phoenix? It might just be Phoenix. We should have been better prepared for that question, but I kind of just spurred it on us. Looks like it's just Phoenix. So we have Phoenix on a back-to-back. The one team there. Chicago. The Bulls. There we go, too. I I knew there was another one. My own squad, and I'm just... It's just... You didn't know they were playing today, so... It's not your it's not your fault. Let's go ahead then and, and kick it off here. Point guard position. We talk about it all the time in recent slates. Do we want to spend all the way up? Do we like settling in the mid-tier? I think this question again sort of presents itself because we have James Harden against Cleveland with a returning Kevin. Are we going to see a 70-point 70, 70 ceiling from Harden here with Durant? Probably not. So 11-6 feels a bit much. You have Lomelo Ball going up against like the best defensive team in the NBA all of a sudden in, in the Washington matchup we just saw. Now, Charlotte won that game, but it was 97-87. LaMelo had 43 fantasy points. So, like, I don't really want to pay 10K for that, even though he's gone for 55 and 60 fantasy points the last two games. Washington, for whatever reason, has just been playing such good defense and, and held him down. You had John Morant in Utah at 9-7 coming off an atrocious game in which Memphis got blown out by Minnesota, of all teams, by like 40 points. John Morant had only 11 actual in that game. I don't really want to go into Utah and and play Memphis and, and Morant here. So 
I don't know. Like, where, where do you, where are you looking at the point guard spot? Like, those are top three price guys, but I don't really want any of them. I think Lamelo on Fanduel at nine K is very appealing, but I don't think I'd play him on DraftKings. I mean, as a tournament play, I mean, he's given us. 60, 55, 43, 43, 58, um, and then 70 in six of the last seven. So we're getting upside. We're getting a pretty safe floor. So I think he's okay um, on DraftKings. I'd probably start my exposure at DeJounte Murray. I know he's coming off a bad game, but he's two of 12 shooting. And also didn't really like give us the peripheral numbers that we've grown to get from him. I mean, he... Averages two steals per game, didn't give us any. Averages eight assists per game, gave us four. Averages 18 points, gave us, like, it was just a down game. You mentioned they got blown out. So I think Murray would be where I started. Yeah, that's probably the only, like, on DraftKings, John, like, over 8K, true point guards, because you could play Mitchell if you want, you could play Booker or whatever. True point guard, I am probably only playing DeJounte over 8K. I guess Chris Paul is fine. He's coming off 50, but we really got he really has to give us a ceiling game at 8,400. With Maxi at that next level, Maxi's been playing like, out of his mind, which is great, right? Like, we worried a little bit when Tobias came back. How would the usage go out and whatnot? And this dude has given Philadelphia a reason to not care about Ben Simmons. Right. right offensively first round pick for them last year for a reason uh guy is scoring 20 actual points i think is like in six of the last 10 he has 230 actual point games as well <clears throat> only 7400 dollars on DraftKings. he's 81 on FanDuel, and then you have a guy right above him that i've been touting a ton now and deandro russell who is 7600 dollars on DraftKings. but on FanDuel he is 7400 dollars. so they sort of flip pricing there i like both of those guys a lot yeah, Maxi's definitely interesting. It's a really good... I mean, both these guys have really good matchups. The Pelicans, let's see, coming into Sunday, they're actually not last anymore. They're 29th in defensive rating as a team. Memphis reclaimed that spot. And Sacramento's 26th. So both have really good spots. I might lean Maxi, but I don't think you can go wrong either way. Yeah, I'm with you. I think both of those guys are great. You're, you're not wrong in the fact that Russell's got to compete at times with Ann Edwards, but both guys have been just out of this world of, of late there. Where are you going in the next tier? I mean, do, do we trust Brogdon against Chicago? Do you like Garland against Brooklyn, even though they don't have their big guys really there still? No Sexton for the season. So, I mean, Garland is going to be the primary scoring guard for them. What are your thoughts on that? lower 7k down to like the mid 6k range no i don't know like garland's price is up there i think he's fine four of the last five he's gone over 20 actual four of the last five he's gonna have 36 fantasy points where he's and he's capped out at 45 so like there's a ceiling so he's gonna play 35 minutes it is interesting Larry, how larry marketing and jared allen are back so i think we're gonna see a little dip in the scoring Markkanen's a pretty high usage player, so could take some shots away from Garland. He's okay. I think Drew Holiday has a pretty good matchup here. It's just, do I want to pay 7K with Giannis just in form he is? I don't think so. Lonzo, like, in a tournament only, like, we get the ceiling game against the Lakers. And then it's been up and down production. But with no Vucevic, I think he's fine for tournaments. Um, Not the best game environment. And I think Rubio is another tournament play. I just, I just think they're just all too expensive. Like, 
If if SGA sits, would you play Giddy? Yeah, I think he's back on our radar. I mean, four straight games of at least 30 fantasy points. Mm -hmm. Two of three, he's given us a double. The 6K price tag is the cheapest he's been since November 7th. Yeah, don't get that. I don't understand. We're we're, we're looking at like eight games, eight straight games where he's been at the 6K mark, and now he's 6K here. He's averaging 30 fantasy points on the season, which means he's averaging 5x return on today's price point. But like we said, 34, 32, 35, 32, the last four games. The shot's falling, which is what we're right. is what we're looking at, right? This is a guy that yep. struggled early on. Last three games, 7 of 14, 6 of 12, 5 of... You know, he had four threes against Boston. I don't know how well that happened. But, <laughs> you know, but, I mean, he takes them. He's not very good at them, but he's not shy about taking them. And that's all about the NBA today anyway. So, but I do wonder if SGA is off the floor, will more shots potentially find his way? Will it maybe the ball just be in his hands more to create? This is a guy that we loved his assist totals earlier in the year. And then he's scoring 30 plus fantasy points while giving us three, four, and two assists. So um, kind of wild to see sort of the overall numbers kind of fluctuate a bit there. But obviously I'm a giddy fanboy, so I don't want to... Uh, Take up too much more of your time with my body. I, I think it is worth, though, mentioning, John, SGA is not out. So at 7,600, right. I would definitely be interested there. Yeah, if he's active. Against Atlanta. Against Atlanta, like, that's a really advantageous spot. 27 the defensive rating this year, Atlanta. is. They're, they're like, they're bad defensively. He is definitely somebody that goes on my radar for sure. Let's see. Under the 6K mark here, I still – well, never mind. I was going to say, Jalen Brown's back. I, was gonna say, I still like Marcus. You know, he went for 43 when I touted him against the Lakers, so that feels good. Then he had a price drop and sucked against the Thunder. Uh, <laughs> but Brown is back, so I don't know if we can yeah, no, 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 truly no. go there. What's going on with NEW? I know the numbers haven't been good, but the minutes have still been there. But 5,400 for him now. Like. Well, the minutes, I mean, there's definitely a, a sh- uh, kind of a change of the, in the of the guard here with the minutes because the minutes were there. And if you look, he was consistently over 30. We're dipping close to mid-20s. He, he's just not shooting the ball well. He's shooting 37% for the year. Josh Hart's playing well. They finally got Kyra Lewis playing well. They're getting healthier. I get it. Like, I get what you're saying because the price. But I just don't think you can trust it right now. I mean, it's a tournament play only. But he's 26 minutes is the lowest it's been in quite I mean, 25 once. But I'm a little off because he's just not playing well right now. Okay. Yeah, 5,400 is kind of the lower total I've seen. So. It's fair. In GVPs, maybe you play a little game theory with Jordan Clarkson at 5K. 37, 31, 24, 26 fantasy points in the last four games for him. So always something that could go off. Jalen Suggs, again, a matchup we just saw, but a big price bump for him. He's 5K now. I don't know if I want to go there. Or do you? I mean, we can if Anthony – I think we pay it if Anthony's out. If Anthony sits, I think you can play Suggs, but I don't also think you need to because the other point guard on this team would be a better value. I'm talking about RJ Hampton, I imagine. Mm-hmm. 
4,200. Talked about it in the value vault yesterday. If you look at the uh, eight-game sample size to end the year last year for Orlando, when Cole Anthony was in, RJ Hampton was filling up the stat sheet. The average is like, I don't know, 18, 6, and 5, or something in that range. It's, a, it's in the article. It'll definitely probably be included in the playbook. Uh, James tomorrow, but you went for 42 fantasy points against Milwaukee there, 28 minutes, 19, 5, and 9. Again, this is a first-round pick last year that was traded by Denver. And many people were sort of surprised that they even took him in the first place in the draft. Right. Uh, even more surprised when he got traded to Orlando when they didn't really need a guard. But he performed when given the increased minutes, given the increased opportunity. A, part of, a key part of that deal that sent Aaron Gordon to death 20 minutes, and, and he performed well. He had five of nine from three. You know, he filled up the stat sheet a bit there. So at 4,200, if Anthony's out again, I think we definitely put him into some consideration for sure. I'm trying to think. What else? There, there's nothing. It's Blake. Okay, that works for me. Shooting guard here. Can you touch Jalen Brown on his return game? Mm, not in 9,600, I don't. He came back from COVID and dropped 70, if you remember. So, like, you know, really. Yeah. Conventional don't, things don't really matter with Jalen Brown, but, like, I don't know. Um, he's expensive, man. Like, 9,600. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's Houston. It's not really a great matchup, game theory-wise, right? Like, Boston could be a big here. Bradley Beal's at 93. Zach Levine is at 9K, a price bump from Sunday slate, where he was, like, 87, I think. What? Where are we? There's a lot of guys here. So, like, who are your favorite top-tier shooting guards, I guess? I definitely think Beal's in play, because Charlotte... I think it's an appealing appealing play. 44 fantasy points against them. I think this could be a potential ceiling game. Levine, I'm not paying 9K for. Just not in this matchup with a two, less than a 210 total. I definitely think Devin Booker is interesting, but again... I like that he's under 9K now. Yeah, I think the $8,600 price tag is nice. And then I guess it depends on your... It depends on your feeling with Donovan Mitchell because this is the lowest price we've had in all year i think it depends on your feelings towards memphis if you think that they can keep it close on the road because if you do donovan mitchell plays 35 minutes right and we could get a ceiling game if you don't think that they can keep this close i mean we know quinn snyder takes his guys off the floor yeah i lean towards a no for that yeah it's it's a tournament it's a i think mitchell's a tournament play because we're just unsure if memphis has the horses to keep this close I don't know who I send the fruit basket to, but Anthony Edwards is $7,400. DraftKings out of the room. He In two games against the Pelicans, and in both these games, Andrew Russell did play. He's averaging 44.5 fantasy points. I mean, you know that I love Anthony Edwards. Right. And he's been so expensive for a lot of this year that we haven't been able to truly justify putting him in our lineups. But at $7,400, I, I would be willing to go back there. You need 37 fantasy points for 5X. Anthony Edwards can get you 37 fantasy points pretty easily, I think. He's averaging yeah. 39 for the year. So. Yeah. Yep, and he's playing the second-worst defense, according to defensive rating. So no pro- no problems there. I yep. mean, basketball. I said football, but. Yeah, I was going to let it slide. You know, I was just going to. Hey, oh. listen, we're, we're going back. We're checking our work. Basketball. Sure. It's Sunday, so football. Or it says, read it out loud, you know. <laughs> right. Um, so as we go, we go further down. Can I interest you in a little bit of Lou Dort at 5K? Can we can we talk about it against Atlanta? Yeah, he did, he finally like his bad games haven't even been that bad. Yeah, that. he did it against Milwaukee and Boston. I mean, like if you're gonna have a bad shooting game, it's against those two teams. Now and, it's Atlanta. Now it's Atlanta. Yes, Atlanta, I know. I want to see. I'm just gonna take Shea off the floor right now. 
Okay. Uh, because I want to see how the rest of the team responds. So Lou Dort is the leader in the clubhouse in usage rate. 7%? Yep, oh, nearly exact number, 26.6. The fantasy points per minute, John, though, is a little concerning. So like 0.7. Uh, point, pretty much, again, spot on 6.8. Yeah, I, I may or may not have looked at this before. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm like, this is weird. Josh Giddy stands out 1.09. So uh, yeah. to your Giddy, I'm sure you're a little Giddy. It, it's odd that you would have a 27% usage rate, but also average less than a fantasy point per minute. It's a small sample. I mean, it it's a 50-minute sample. So, like, he could have just had a poor shooting game, but the shot's he just kept shooting. Something we didn't talk about, and maybe we should. Luke Walton was fired. How do we think Sacramento reacts? Do is we think Gentry? Bro- I think Gentry has been named. He now is, Gentry right? Gentry is the, the interim coach. Does that, do, do, do we, should we expect any changes, do you think, to how rotations are handled? We talk a lot, you talk a lot about Buddy Heald and the fact that they tried to trade him and whether or not he wants to be there. He played 30 minutes the other day. You know, it's 5,300 against Philadelphia. What just your thoughts there? Did Heald, how long did Heald play? So you want to know something interesting, John? He did Buddy Heald played went, uh, yep. under Alvin Gentry. Yeah, with the Pelicans, right? With the Pelicans. I was yeah. just looking, that's exactly what I was looking up. Because I just wanted to see his rookie year, he only played 20 minutes a game under Gentry. The second year... Was he still there? Was he, or was this, was he already gone? So he already, he only played one year with Gentry and then he was moved. Mm-hmm. And he only played 20 minutes a game for Gentry. So I don't know. I think it's going to be tough to, I think Heald is fine for a tournament, okay. as a tournament play. Cause I, Philly's been so bad without Embiid defensively that I don't think. It matters who we play. I mean, I'm not playing De'Aaron Fox because he's been trash. It's It's been pretty bad for De'Aaron Fox, unfortunately, because we both love him as a player. Philly is 28th in defensive rating over the last two weeks. They're 1-6. It, it, it's bad for them right now. So I do yeah. think you could play Hill to 53 in tournaments. But I also, I just, I can't tell you how I think this rotation is going to play out. Because if you remember, Walton said all these weird things like, Metu is going to start for three games and then Bagley's going to be in the rotation. And then here we're going to, after the three games, we're going to decide who's in and who's out. Like Alvin Gentry could just say, screw it to all that. And like start Bagley or like start <laughs> healed or we, right. we just don't know. So, and what's unfortunate is a 10 o'clock game. So we probably won't know, but if you want to play buddy healed in a tournament, because he has a connection with Alvin Gentry, sure. Kevin Carter is 4,200, like him against Thunder. Yeah, I don't know why he's 42. <laughs> I don't know why he's 4,200, considering he's starting every game because DeAndre Hunter's out forever. Yeah, Bogdan's uh, questionable in this one as well. So, like, I just don't, I don't get that. But I mean, I'm not. Who's what? I'm not going to question it. I just, I don't understand it. Yep. Um, back-to-back good games for Cam Reddish as well. 31 and 25 fantasy points, 27 minutes in both. He's 3,600. Yeah, these like. Atlanta actually, like, has played better of late. What Winners of four straight, including wins against Milwaukee and Boston. So, two, like, one good win, one decent win. And Reddish has been a big part of it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down with uh, some Cam Reddish. 
Cool. A small forward, uh, Kevin Durant is 11K. Jason Tatum is 10-1. We talked a lot about it. You haven't really wanted to pay the 11,000 for Durant this year. We talked Tatum over 10K when Jalen Brown is active is a tough pill. So I'm assuming probably not too hot. Truthfully, it's probably, I'm probably starting at Bridges and... For Bridges last night. Yeah, of course. So I'm going to play him and he's going to go for 13 fantasy points and uh, sorry in advance. It's like I'm your. This is my Donovan Mitchell. This is Miles Bridges is my my Miles Bridges is your Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's probably I, true. Yeah. So I think Bridges Ingram. Seventy nine hundred for Ingram. Yep. Is, is, I mean, he's been bad. Let's not like let's get that out of the way. Like he's been bad, but unlike NAW, they're playing him. Yeah. And he's been really good peripherally. He's been good he's, against in this matchup, too. 41.6 DraftKings points in the two games this year. Yeah, so I think where I'd start my small forward interest is Bridges Ingram. Okay. I'm with you on that one for sure. Don't really love the rest of the mid-tier guy. I don't want... I mean... You're right on... No, you're... No, just say right? None of these guys are... None of these none guys, of these are, guys they're are... They're just all too... They're just... They're all too... They're priced as if they are, like, playing better than mm-hmm. they are also we did mention desmond bain I, I would like to throw him out i know it's utah but uh still under 5k no melton brooks questionable so just right. th- throwing that out he's a shooting yeah. guard on um, DraftKings. Fine. yeah i mean again a lot of these guys have multi-musician eligibility so like we talked about liking anthony edwards as a shooting guard he is small forward eligible so right. like sure you can play an edwards here and we right. like a giddy same way point guard small forward eligibility but again after that like i don't care for kuzma too much Barnes is coming a little bit back down to earth as we expected. Game environment for Middleton for me is he's priced a little bit too expensive at 78 for a guy that hasn't gone over like 35 fantasy points yep. in a bit. So I look down under 6K and I mean, what Josh Hart do we get here, right? Like he was awful against the Pacers, but he was fantastic yep. in the games before that. We like the matchup against Minnesota. Does Josh Hart come into play for you? Do you, you know, Bojan against Memphis? Where are these guys? Sticking out for you. Yeah, I think it's hard. I do think it's hard. I think this is a bounce back spot. Good spot against Minnesota. Just a bad game for Hart. It's not something that I'm like trusting in cash, but the five games prior, 43, 36, 38, yep. 27, 31. It's like we're getting upside. We're getting a nice floor. So I would go there. And then I'd probably just dip into the value tier, honestly. i just take shot. Ubre revenge in a tournament if you want to go there. Kyle Anderson started. Without Dylan Brooks, I know it's a tough spot against Utah, but 44. A popular spot ends up being George's Niang, who started for the second straight game. And in each start, 35 minutes, John. I know he is not, like, scoring like he did like earlier in this COVID struck when Philly first was struck with COVID. But 35-plus minutes in back-to-back games, 30 or more in three straight games. But the last two were starts, 26-24 fantasy points, still just 42, and he gets the Kings. So I think Niang is really where I'm going to go. And then I don't know why Franz Wagner only played 21 minutes, but, like, he had been super good the three yeah. games prior. So I'd be willing to take another shot on Franz. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there as well. I'm trying to think. Nothing else is really... I mean, the GOAT, Derek Jones Jr., again, went crazy. <laughs> did you mention Denny there at all, by chance? No, I didn't. I did not. Didn't have a good game the first time against Miami. Bounced back a little bit the second time against Miami. But 
in this matchup against Charlotte, 9 and 11, gave you 25 fantasy points. I mean, hit or miss, the shot needs to fall for him to be a, a little bit impactful, but you know, again, he's somebody that's getting a little bit of extra run lately. And I, if you can figure out the Spurs rotation, just let me know. Because <laughs> uh, I don't... No shot. Lonnie, Vassell, like all of those guys have kind of like alternated being good, <laughs> but kind of hard to peg uh, when exactly that's going to end up being. I'm trying to see what else we have here, possibly. I mean, Rudy Gay, dart throw at 34, hit all of his shots the first night, missed all of his shots the second night, but still gave you six boards. What about uh, Bembry? I know he's okay. He sucked. I get it. He did. He started he, though. And he played 41 minutes. Yeah, that was the Durant though. So I mean, he but there's no Brown. Minutes. There's no yeah, Brown, and there's no Harris. It's true. I'm not like advocating for Bembry, but I just wanted to know your take because, like, they we, played. We hate DeAndre Bembry. We hate playing DeAndre Bembry. Let me just preface that he's in the for me he's in the Tucker. The Tucker Grant Williams tier for me, who, by the way, was god-awful the day I, I shot him out. But they played Mills. So, like, we didn't mention Patty Mills. He's been really good. He'll be the third option scoring. And they played Javon Carter 23 minutes. Like, yeah. Bembry, is Millsap still out? Or is he back? I guess he's back for the, he's back with the team because I was going to say, if Bembry's not playing, it's James Johnson. But... I guess, I guess what, take the Bembry thing off the table because I think the Millsap, like I think Bembry could still start, but Millsap kind of muddies that. I'll, I'll, throw, back. I'll shout out one other guy here and I hopefully we'll maybe we'll get a better update on, but that's Batiste Ivel. He, he played True. 21 minutes in his return from COVID. They said he was going to be limited. He only gave you 14 fantasy points on DraftKings, nine points, a block of steal, but he gave you a block and a steal in 21 minutes. He's a guy that averages right. 2.2 steals. He's a guy that averages 1.6 blocks, $4,400 on fans where you get that extra point there. And then he's also $11 on Yahoo where you get the extra point for the block and steal. So Tyvel's 3,200 on DraftKings. There are definitely days where he hits a couple more threes than usual, but you're not playing him for scoring. You're playing him for blocks and steals and rebounds sort of thing. So just want to throw it out there because before he got COVID, he had played 38 and 30 minutes. So if he's starting... Green's still out. You know, he's $3,200. So there's right. something there. Sure. Power forward. Giannis is at the top. Now, we talked a little bit about this in our Discord the other day. And James and I talk a lot throughout the day and kind of when is the appropriate time to use certain players? And when is the, how, how do we go about viewing matchups and spots? And, and we talk a lot about point spreads. Uh, and I thought it was actually a good discussion that was in Discord with, with Ryan Kirksey, who did the playbook there on, uh, I think it was Saturday. Had Giannis as the cover of his playbook, he came out, he absolutely smashed, right? And the conversation with there was going into that game, it was like an 11-point spread. If you play in a blowout, you want to maximize the minutes that somebody like a Giannis will play. Because you need 60. Right. And we we're all we always preference, right? Giannis can get you 16, 25 minutes. He did it against Detroit earlier this year. We've seen it happen time and time again, where he is so elite that he doesn't need much time to blow a team out and get hits, right? So in this instance, Orlando actually was able to keep it rather competitive for a bit. Giannis still only played 30, right? But he had 32 points, 20 rebounds. I mean, wild, right? The game before that against the Thunder, another game was a double-digit point spread because they're home. 
He plays 36 minutes because the Thunder kept it close all game. He goes for 66 because he gives you 21 points, 19 rebounds, and seven assists, four blows. Like, you can always play Giannis, I guess is right. the roundabout way of what we're saying. Just understand that there are certainly going to be games where it's a blowout, and maybe he scores 50 at 12K. And you're kind of in a little bit of a corner there because there are other guys that can score 50 at 10K and not 12K. But the upside, the ceiling, few players in the league can give you what Giannis can give you. Nikola Jokic can give it to you. Rarely he does Luka Doncic give it to you, but it's, it's possible. But, like, that's it, right? Yeah. Like, James Harden by himself. Yep. Russell Wilson, or not Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson can score on anybody. Russell Westbrook <laughs> maybe at times can do it, but like Giannis, it's always in the ceiling. So 12K against Orlando, I'm never saying no to Giannis, right? Do I think there are better spots to play him? Sure. Do I think this is a time where Orlando's going to probably keep it closer again? I would be very surprised if that ends up happening. But if it does, you're looking at ceiling potential here. I think that's a perfect way to put it. Orlando also caught... Milwaukee on the second leg of a back-to-back in that game, right? And if Cole Anthony doesn't play again, I'd be hard-pressed to think that they keep this competitive. So, sure, he can get you 60 if he does play in 25, but it is it was a good discussion. It was a good way to describe it, John. We're at power forward, right? Yeah, so, I was going to say, I was gonna say, James, you can go ahead and give the update that you and I both just received right now. Tobias Harris listed questionable, which is huge news. I already mentioned Niang at small forward. Say. But I mean, Corkmaz probably. Yeah, maybe. it would be Corkmaz. It would be Thibel, who you talked extensively about. Danny Green already ruled out too, as just now. So this would full circle come back to Maxi being probably one of the best plays of the slate. Getting ahead of ourselves here. How good was Andre Drummond without Tobias Harris? Right, since Toby's been back, it's been very underwhelming production but i'm just throwing it out there that drummond gets the drummond against sacramento with no sacramento <laughs> matchup if tobias doesn't play but yeah i mean this is huge implications i mean just and of course it, of course it's a 10 o'clock game it's of course a 10 o'clock game but like in terms of priority for me maxi would obviously be uh, top tier. I think Seth Curry under fi- under 5K. Milton under 5K if he started. You mentioned Thibel. He's 3,200 on DraftKings. Very hard price to pass up on if, uh, in fact, he's like starting and Harris is out. Niang, I think, would be a lock and load um, in the drum. And I think we can go a lot of different routes if Tobias Harris is ruled out. But if he's not, I think we play him. I mean, well. Well, well, let me ask you this. You, know, you mentioned Niang already. Do you play Niang anyways? Yeah, no, I touted him. Yeah, I, I remember you mentioning him. I'm just like sort of reiterating Agreed. that fact, right? Like, No, yeah, I'm playing him. Yeah, 4,200, you, you're playing Niang, I think, given the way he's playing right now. So Yeah, starting, starting. Yeah. Like, it's just, they Doc is just rolling with him because he's been one of their best players, truthfully, yep. so... 100%. So we talked about that already. We talked about Durant, Tatum. So the first group of players we have yet to discuss, DDR is at 9,100 against the Pacers. Flip side of that matchup, you have Sabonis at $8,700 there. Thoughts, concerns, likes, dislikes? Dislikes. I mean, Sabonis under 9K, I think, is something that you and I are comfortable paying. But I'm not comfortable paying over 9K to Mar DeRozan. No. I know. I get it. I get Cash it. games, probably. Yeah. I just don't like the ceiling. He, he can give us 50 and there's a little bit of a ceiling, but I don't think we need to go there. Like if Toby plays, I'd rather go there. If there's no Rob Williams, uh, he, Rob Williams is probable, right? 
Is that what the official status is? So it's in a, like, Probable, yes. I said no Horford. Um, Bobby Portis has been... <laughs> Dude, the other day Portis went nutty. Yeah, back-to-back 40 burgers, almost 50 last game. Um, so I think I just, Orlando, Orlando's allowing the most rebounds to opposing teams. So crazy because they start two eight foot tall guys at power forward and center. Right. Weird how that works. Yeah, I'd probably go Portis. Like I just don't think we need to pay these premiums for DeRozan and Sabonis. If you're doing like a fair and balanced build, you have Sabonis at eight seven. Not not bad, but I just it doesn't feel like a, a play that we need to go to. I agree with you. Other than that, like again, I don't want. <laughs> Maybe Keldon, if you wanted to sort of play Theory of Phoenix, 5,900. I just hate playing. I hate playing this guy. No, I, I think I like the player, but I just, I, he you, is. You, you mentioned marketing already, right? It's small forward. No, I didn't. You didn't. I, okay. And I, I was just, I don't know if it was like, because I think there's going to be a limit. Uh, because I do, I like, I briefly mentioned him that he's going to be back, but I don't, sure. I don't know if he's going to. Let's see if there's a limit, um, because they're the first game of the slate, so we'll know if he's going to play. If there's no limit at 5K, I'm in. We got Basley now again, back-to-back games over 30 minutes. As long as he's playing 30 minutes, I'm going to consider him at 4,900. Sure. Well, I guess we'll maybe we'll get an update on Bagley. 17 minutes, played 18 minutes two nights ago. He's at least getting on the floor, so time will tell that there's ever going to be any value increase with him. Uh, I laugh that as soon as Jakob Pertl comes back, that goes back to playing four minutes as if he never, as if he wasn't good, right? They just, they kept yeah. him on the bench, never to be seen again. But that's like it for me, right? I don't, maybe Gallinari, like why did Gallinari get 32 minutes the other day? Do we know? He what happened there? was good. Yeah, I, oh, mean, no, I, know, I know he was good. But that, like, was that's like, that's it. That's uh, all I can think of, that he just was good. But if revenge game here, played yeah. for OKC for a while. Sure. And if there's no Bogdan, Bogdan, I mean, you got to think that. Yeah, no Hunter if Bogdan sits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that just, there. I think there's a reason why him and Reddish have played so many minutes. And they're winning with these guys playing. And Bogdan's been banged up for last seemingly all year. And no Hunter. So if there's no, I might play Gallo even if Bogdan plays because he just seems to be in the rotation right now. What about Robinson Earl? I said it like I mentioned it the other day, and he had the bad game against Milwaukee, but the minutes were still. I think this is a spot you can use him. He doesn't seem to have like a crazy high ceiling, but he's on the floor 25 to 28 minutes seemingly every night right now. So, yeah, I don't think it's a terrible spot. I'm with you on that one. All right, let's go to center position here. At the top, Towns, $9,500 against the Pelicans, and Valanchunas. At 89 on the flip side. Jay Val in this matchup is averaging 57 fantasy points in two games. And uh, Towns is averaging 54. They're both yeah. kind of just like, all right, you get a basket, I, I'll one-up you. Yeah. So I like that Val Chase is under 9. We, he has been over 9K in each of the last seven slates, as high as 95. Now we're getting it down at 89. I think there's a little bit more path to consideration there for him you can say um, that about both of them right like this is the yeah. first slate that towns has been under 10k all year yeah. first slate yeah. i think both of them are at a pretty solid price tag i agree i like both of them after that you look in the mid-tier you mentioned already i mean if toby's out you play drummond at 78 100 yep. yep. there jared allen revenge 7700 against against brooklyn the first game back for him right so yeah it wasn't covid though it was an Ill- he had a bad illness or bad cold 
Right. So. Uh, Capella against the Thunder? Yeah. Capella's, Capella's <laughs> been pretty good, man. Shocker. Another team against Charlotte. 20 points and 15 boards in 24 minutes there. That's weird. It, 45 fancy points. He almost fouled out. Who's, who's, it's Montrose, Harrell, and Gafford. Like, I just, I am. You remember what Gafford did the last time in this match? He had his ceiling game. He had his ceiling game. He was 9 and 12. 20 and 9, yeah. 4,400. He's the same price as he was. Everything's lining back up. (laughs) Great. Trusting Daniel Gafford. What a life. Yep. So we have that match. Eaton, $7,100. I think you can uh, certainly take a look at him. Continues to play well. 17 boards against Dallas. A guy that we look at. Jakob Pertl at 6K. He played 15 minutes in his return. I guess we have to wait and see if he'll be yeah. off minutes restriction. Yeah, I, if there's a restriction, no thanks in six. Sure, yeah. but it, right. But if there's not a minutes limit, then we consider him there because yep. yep. that's a good price point for. Him. Would you play Rashawn Holmes against Drummond? Yeah, Drummond's not a good defender. I know he's big though. He's a big boy. Um, 6100 though. Holmes just has that like. Those, like, Rashawn Holmes is one of those dudes that just has those GPP winning nights, like, often, that you just, like, don't see coming. But against Philly, I could see it coming. Like, I could see 50 tomorrow and not be surprised if he goes, like, 20, 15, three blocks. So, yeah, I think Rashawn Holmes is one of those really sneaky tournament plays that could win you a tournament, that can win you a, a GPP. Sure. Anybody else at center for you? You mentioned Gafford. Uh, he's fine. Peter Washington is possibly doubtful. I mean, like, don't want to play Plum Dog. Sangoon son- suddenly back in the Knicks ro- or in the rotation in, in that Knicks game. 24 minutes. He actually kind of played more minutes than Tice. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Derek Favors, 19 minutes. Charles Bassey played a whole bunch of minutes again. That's what is hurting Drummond, too. No, I think that's I think that's it. Muscala played 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's it for me, John. All righty. Well, that wraps up, then, our first look here. Ten games. James will have the playbook. We'll have the starting five, the value vault, and all the good stuff for you all to kick off this week. You know where to get us in Discord and on Twitter. For now, we will catch you guys later.